I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, my lovely, and welcome to episode 50 of your Business Boost podcast. I cannot believe that I've hit the half century mark. Not me, I've still got a way to go. Uh, the, the podcast, I am a year into this adventure, and I thought that today's episode would be a really good opportunity to take you behind the scenes and tell you what it's been like to start and continue a weekly podcast for the last 12 months because you know the fact that you listen to this uh, means that it's quite likely that you have a business or or are interested in business and um, that this may help you if you're considering starting a podcast yourself or becoming a guest on podcasts, which I really encourage you to do. So yeah, I just thought taking you behind the scenes of this one today on this auspicious occasion um, would be would be really valuable to you. So um, I think first things first, what, coming back to why I started the podcast in the first place. Now, you can go right back to the beginning and hear the episode that I actually did where I was talking about this. But essentially, the reason that I started my podcast was because I had something to say. Back in 2020, when the world went into lockdown, lots and lots of people launched podcasts. And during that time, I noticed there was a lot of, I guess we'd call them sort of fly-by-night, where they launched, did a few episodes, and then vanished and were never to be heard from again. There was also a ton of people who were sprouting like just really reckless, crazy information out into the world at that time. And I remember sitting back and thinking, oh my God, like, you know, how how have these people got a platform? It's like, they've got a platform because they just decided (laughs) to show up and record and publish. Like it's, there is no barrier to entry here, right? You can, you can get up on your soapbox and talk about whatever the hell you like. So I thought rather than be an armchair critic that I would, um, you know, as Brené Brown says, I would get in the arena with them. That was one of the motivating factors. The other big motivating factor for me as to why I started was because, you know, if you know me at all, I love to talk. Talking is my jam. Um, I'm a much, much more comfortable talker than I am writer. It comes a lot easier to me. Um, Something that I have learned is I am probably more comfortable in a two-way conversation. So the thing that I have learned a lot about myself going through this process is that one-way delivery, so me to the microphone, um, I have had to get 
more comfortable with that. And, um, you know, at the beginning, oh, my God, you know, I used to re-record episodes. It, it would take me hours to record like a 30-minute episode. So I've gotten a lot better at it now. Um, but it's definitely, yeah, so it's a, it's speaking is, is the thing that I feel most comfortable doing um, over writing. So in terms of having that key content piece in my business, uh, having something where I'm talking is is more likely to um, get out there into the world than say something that I have written because I agonize over that too much. So yeah, that's why I started the podcast in the first place. And in terms of the preparation, I identified at the end of December 2020 that I was going to launch a podcast in the first quarter of 2021. That was a goal that I set for myself. I declared it to my accountability group. I declared it to my coach. So being the obliger that I am, it had to happen because I had said that it would. Um, I then called in support from a podcast producer who I had already worked with because I had worked with her in getting um, a couple of my clients podcasts set up. So this is the thing, I had actually gone through a lot of this process and no, and so I was very familiar with what I needed to do um, because I'd done it with clients when I was working more hands-on in their businesses. So um, I knew how much work was involved, which is why I didn't just flippantly start this. Um, so yeah, I got the services of a podcast producer to help me get set up because I am technically challenged. I am, you know, it's definitely not my strong suit. And I thought, you know, I need to um, spend my time and energy in actually creating the content, like identifying what I'm going to talk about and all of that sort of thing. And the tech stuff, I can leave to the experts. And I think this is probably something that I do want to really demystify here because because there are so many service providers in this space. And I think a lot of people think, oh, well, if I've got a podcast, I have to, you know, I have to have this supremely superior sound mix and, you know, I need all the bells and whistles and I need to spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on equipment and tech. And and it's simply not true. The great thing about, it's great and also dangerous, I think, about having a podcast is that there is, that you can go into this on a really low barrier to entry. I think something that you you would agree as a listener is that sound is important there is nothing worse than when you know your favorite podcast goes rogue and they like interview someone and the quality is totally awful and it's really really difficult to listen to um but you do not need to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on proper sound engineering if you are just starting out i really I, I really believe that and there's so much that you can do just with what you've got on your computer or to, to hand you know using you know the, the the microphone and headphones that come with your phone using i use a piece of software that comes for free on my mac um you don't have to 
overcomplicate this if you're just starting out. And I think that's what made it really easy for me. Um, so, you know, I, I did spend a little bit of money on, on getting a good microphone. Um, but because I'm technically challenged, I, I you know, I, I do nothing. Like I literally, I hit record on, um, on the software and then I just download the file and I send it off. So it's not like I'm doing anything sophisticated myself but I do know a lot of people who are way more technically apt than I am who do their own like they add their own intros and outros and all of that sort of stuff I leave that to the professionals but I guess I just wanted to yeah reiterate that you don't need to spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on this stuff there are people on you know Fiverr Upwork like people that work uh, offshore that do this really cheaply there are also some great service providers here locally as well if you if you you know if, if you need some recommendations please get in touch and I can I can give you some names of some people uh, in my space but also it's very processy so if you have like maybe a virtual assistant or or some kind of help in your business getting them to learn it if they're like super like if they're tech savvy and getting them to learn it that may be another cost effective way of you of you doing it so um, but yeah just I think consider what your budget is like look at your budget like this process of creating and publishing a podcast I'll talk about the return on investment a little bit later but the initial stages there is a bit of an outlay right you're not going to necessarily you know it's not like you're going to publish your first podcast episode and then be inundated with new clients and you can go well that was totally worth it it does take time so you need to have some money set aside for this the next thing that um, I guess I wanted to talk about when it comes to um, the podcast was the fact that I didn't want to do this unless I knew that I could sustain a weekly episode you know for the foreseeable future which meant that I um, needed to have lots of content ideas up front. I needed to see mapped out, I did it all on a Google sheet, um, content ideas to, to take me through until the end of the year. So I launched this um, at, the, at the beginning of April last year. So I had content ideas that would take me until December. And I am so thankful that I did that exercise because what it did, it, it provided me with the comfort that um, even if I wasn't feeling it or if I was like, oh my God, I've got to do another episode, um, there, I, there was ideas there. I'd already, you know, I just brain dumped them all and, and they were caught somewhere. So if if you're thinking about, about launching a podcast, I strongly encourage you to do that. I also um, had a list of guests that could potentially talk to some of those um, content ideas because what I discovered very quickly in doing this is that energetically it is exhausting having that one-way conversation like being the solo episode week in week out so for the first few you, you know if you go right back to the beginning you will see that for the first 
you know, God, I think it was probably up until about episode 10, I think. I should have looked before I started recording, but I was, I did all of those on my own. Then I started to bring in guests. And now my, my method is to, is to have a really good mix of solo episodes and guest episodes, because I have some incredible women in my world and I want to shine the spotlight on those women. Um, so yeah, having those, that content, mapped out um and it wasn't super super specific I just I think I had lots of ideas and I kind of slotted them in as and when I felt that that content was relevant so it wasn't like fixed in stone there were a few episodes that I swapped out there were topics that I thought I would talk about that I just you know didn't think that they sort of would have landed well at that particular time. Um, And so this year I have taken a little bit of a different strategy. I uh, have created for my business this um, really incredible content planning tool, which I shared at my annual planning day earlier in the year, which I got lots and lots of amazing feedback about. And it really has revolutionized the way I plan my content in my business. It has made it so much easier because instead of what my podcast topic is being the driver of all content in my business, because I don't know if, I mean, I'm assuming that you have heard this, but I I will repeat it, is that like, you know, a way of making content creation really easy in your business is to have like one hero piece of content and then that sort of turns into different things so my hero piece of content is my podcast and then you know from that I create social media posts I create my newsletters I create blog posts and articles and that kind of thing what I have sort of switched around is I have been much more strategic this year about what topics fall when and then the podcast is created around those topics rather than vice versa which is what I was doing last year and that has already made a huge difference in my business it's just made things more streamlined and easy so if you would like to first of all have that content plan and second of all know how to use it I am going to go through that in a lot of detail um, on the 1st of April at my quarterly planning day uh, so if you're keen to join uh, there's information in the show notes I'll be sharing across my socials as well um, but I'd love for you to join me and um, yeah this this session I'm going to go through it in a lot of detail so that you can use it in your business too um, so yeah that that's that's I guess a note on on the content stuff um and then something that I touched on when talking about content and that was guests so as I said so many wise women in my world and it's been a really wonderful opportunity to uh, connect those wise women in my world with the other women in my world which is you um I've loved sharing guests and their wisdom um, with my audience uh, through this platform. It's been a real bonus. And it's so lovely because there are there are some, um, there's a couple of people who have ne- had never done a podcast um, before and they, they came and did mine and they did so well and got great feedback on their contribution. So I guess it's just a little message for you if you are considering being a guest on a podcast, 
do it. It really is one of the best things that you can do if your goal is to reach more eyeballs and ears in your business. If you are trying to reach new markets, podcast guesting is a brilliant strategy to do that. And the best guests are the ones who you know, have that reciprocity. Um, when uh, my friend Christina came on to the podcast to talk about the power of being a podcast guest, uh, which was which was um, late last year, she came on and uh, she talked about reciprocity, like as a guest, how to be a good guest, being a sharer, you know, repurposing the content, all of that kind of thing. Um, and I do like, you know, I would have to say most of the, the women in my world are very, very generous in terms of sharing. But um, I, I do talk to people who have kind of been a little bit burnt by podcast guests because um, people use it as a platform to really, 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 really push their services and turn it into pretty much like a sales um, platform. And um Look, I, I I always say to my guests, if you have something that you want to push, then you you have the platform to do that at the end of the episode. I always always say if you've got something that you're promoting at the moment, if there's a you know a lead magnet or a course or whatever, please share it with the audience because essentially that's what they're coming on here to do to showcase their services, their wisdom, and how you as as my listener could potentially take that next step with them, okay? We're all grown-ups here. We know how this stuff works. But we're, like I've got business buddies who have actually had to like can entire episodes of their podcast because the guest has just turned it into a pitch fest. And um, so there is an etiquette to being a podcast guest, but I'm bloody lucky that that the women in my world, um, yeah, have just been really great promoters of this podcast when they have been a guest. Um, the other thing, speaking of guesting too, I just, I guess I also want to talk, I touched on this um, last week when I talked to Erin just about people pitching. Um, and I'm hoping that if after listening to that episode with Erin, that you're feeling a bit more confident about putting yourself out there and being, you know, pitching yourself to, to podcast hosts. And I get a lot of, of podcast pitches. Funnily, not a lot from anyone that is relevant to this podcast. It's clearly those blanket mail outs of, you know, usually guys in America that are, you know, allegedly superstar entrepreneurs, but, you know, no one's ever heard of them. Um, and they've got a story to tell and they think that my audience would like to hear it. Like they've, you can just tell they've never listened to a minute of this podcast before. Um, so just if you, yeah, if you are pitching, um, list, go back and listen to Erin's episode in, in my chat with Erin, if you, if you haven't already, um, and, and please listen to her advice so that you get a much better hit rate with your with your pictures. Um, so, I guess the big the big question is: Is it worth it? Like, is all this effort each and every week worth it? And 
I would say 150% yes. But I will caveat with the fact that it took time for me to feel this way. So I reckon the first six months, it was definitely like a love thing. You know, I just, I, 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 I put it to the keeper. I went, this is, you know, this is not going to be a revenue generating exercise. This is going to be this content creation and it's practice. I didn't, I took a lot of expectations off myself and pressure off myself to, um, for it to be anything other than a way of me putting content out into the world, slightly more expensive way of putting content out into the world. But, um, Uh, you know, I just felt that it was a good platform for me. uh, And I wasn't fixated on getting anything in return. Um, I do not have the listener numbers to, you know, for advertisers to come banging on my door, uh, which is totally fine, actually, because I like the fact that, um, you know, I mean, I listen to I listen to quite a number of um, like American podcasts that have you know audiences in their millions, and I find myself skipping through anything up to fifteen minutes worth of advertising per episode. So I'm quite glad that that yeah, um, I, I'm not subjecting you to that, but it's also a platform for me to um, promote things that I've got going on, as well as my guests, um, you know, what they're doing as well. But I have absolutely seen, particularly in the last probably five or six months, um, where I'm getting people contacting me saying, I've been listening to your podcast and, you know, how do I work with you? Or I would like to work with you. Or when someone, you know, fills in their contact form on my website and, you know, makes an inquiry to work with me, I always ask the question, how did you find out about me? And I am now starting to get people saying, Saying, oh, I listen to your podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to you because that is like the fact that you're listening. You're, you know, you may or may not be telling people about me. You may or may not be working with me, but I do not take for granted that you are spending part of your week with me every single week and listening to what I've got to say. So it is yeah, it's absolutely worth it. But I think where I have seen the bigger return for my business is if I have got something to offer you. So um, the episodes where I've, yeah, where, where we've had, um, you know, high high listener numbers, the ones that people keep going back to are where I have provided like templates and and that sort of like actual resources for listeners. So that is something I've definitely noticed and have noted and will make sure that there is more of that. And I think the other thing that has helped is the fact that I have been consistent. So I have been here now for 12 months. Like I have been in your ears. If you've listened right from the beginning, you know that every single Monday morning there is a there's a Business Boost podcast episode coming out and it almost becomes that appointment listening. I love getting people's um, emails saying, you know, I listen to you on my Monday morning walk or, or, or whatever. So um, I really, really value that and and I don't take that lightly either so that's why I consistently show up week in week out and there's still so much to talk about there is always you know there's 
ever-changing um, topics that uh, affect all of us as business owners, as women, as mums, and um, and I and I want to keep doing that, and I will continue to do that. So. As it is my 50th episode, I would so love to hear from you, you know, what's been your favourite? What have you, if you've been listening for a while or if you've only just joined, let me know. I'd love to hear what 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 you've really loved, um, you know, who's been your favourite guest, what's been your kind of mic drop aha moment that that I've I've shared with you. I love getting your messages. It is it's just so nice because like I said, it is a one-way medium. I am, you know, just I'm picturing you as I talk, but, um, you know, obviously not getting that immediate feedback. So anything that you would like to share with me on this 50th episode, um, I would I would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, yeah, I've got so much more to share with you over the next 50 episodes. I think we're going to have to do something really wild for the 100th. Um, I have to get thinking because that'll be here before we know it. But just again, thank you so, so much. I know that there are you know, gajillions of podcasts that you could be listening to right now. But the fact that you have chosen to download mine and listen to it, I do not take that for granted at all. And I really hope that you will be here for the next 50. Um, Let's see what happens. Uh, But just thank you. Thank you a million times over. Have an amazing week. And I look forward to talking to you next week for episode 51. See ya. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.